Welcome to Just Ask Rethinking Development Podcast. My name is Brian Wilburn, and I'm Director of Development at St. Paul's Newman Center, and my co-host is Greg Jeffrey, founder of Catholic Development Group. We're here to answer all your questions in fundraising, and today is especially a great one. Greg is going to take us through the uh, principles of development strategy number seven. We are on the seventh one for those who've been following along. And Greg, what is the seventh principle of development strategy? The seven of the 10 principles that I use, you know, on a daily basis is this. Everybody has someone to whom they can't say no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a great one. Let me think about that. That's a true statement. Everybody has somebody to whom they can't say no. And that's so critical because... Quite often in development, one of the things that slows us down is that feeling that, you know, I'm going to make the call a second or third or fourth time to, to, a, to, potent, to a potential major gift prospect, for example, and I'm getting no response whatsoever. And so we begin to get tight in the muscles, worrying that I'm not going to be successful. I'm going to lose my job or the board of directors yes. is going to come yeah. down hard on me, <laughs> you know. And so this principle really helps development officers understand that if you make best efforts to reach out to somebody and they just don't respond, if I was your boss or if I was your consultant, I would simply say, well, that's okay. You made best efforts. And all it means is that, you know, we we sent the wrong person. You're not the right person to go talk to him. Exactly. And I'll give you an example of this. You know, um, many years ago, um, before there was Catholic radio in our area, there was a group of guys that were trying to get it started, and um, it just it just didn't seem to really, you know, they, they, they couldn't organize in such a fashion as to raise the money to get things, you know, to get things really started. And um, they were from my parish over at St. Anthony's in Fargo. And every time I went to Mass, you know, I'd try to sneak out the back door you know, right after Mass because they would come over and they would, they wanted me to, you know, to <laughs> hey, sit on Greg. the... Yeah, yeah, can you help us? But but you know what, I, I just, I was either too busy at the time or I didn't really, really catch the vision of how important Catholic radio could be. And these guys were smart enough, though, they, 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 they held fast to this principle. They knew that there's somebody to whom... Mr. Jeffrey can say no. And so what they did was they went to talk to my wife at the diocese, you know, uh-huh. at her office at the diocese. And they said, you know, Stella, um, could you have Greg just, um, you know, just just have lunch with, with one board member? Just kind of point us in the right direction. And so Stella came home that day and asked me if I'd just go sit with Bob and, you know, just kind of let him pick my brain and so on and so forth. Said, well, that's easy. And it's, it's, a, it's a meal out of the deal. Yeah, I'll go, right? Because it was real easy, and because everybody has somebody to whom they can't say no, and because it was my wife asking me to do this favor, yeah. I was doing a favor for her, right? So here's how it worked. You know, I, 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 to, I acquiesced to Stella. She was the right person to do the asking, obviously, right? Yeah, right. So they got to the right person to make the ask, right? So then I, I went and I had lunch with the guy and... <coughs> Let him pick my brain for an hour and explain to him, these are the first three steps you need in order to get started on fundraising. And at the end of the lunch, I thought I was done. I thought that would be the end of my engagement with Catholic Radio in the Red River Valley. And what happened was, you know, Bob went to talk to um, the other guys on the board and then called me back and said, Greg, you know, that was so helpful. Could you just come to the board (laughs) meeting, right? 
Okay, well now Bob well, is asking. Yeah, so at this point he's not going to Stella anymore to talk to you. Now Bob he, is talking to you. Right, because Stella made the introduction. Yeah, and so, Stella got me face to face with Bob. And now I feel kind of obligated to Bob. And he's very kind yeah. and generous he's in, in his compliments, right? Saying, geez, that was really helpful. Seriously, if you could just come for like, you know, an hour board meeting. And, we'll, right. and, and it, you could probably explain it better than I can. And so, okay, fine. So I go out to Castleton and I meet with the board. The board happens to be Bob and one other guy. <laughs> so now I'm talking. Oh, this to, is the board. Yeah. yeah, I know. So now I'm talking to, to two guys, you know, just picture, you know. Um, that's, I mean, that's such an important point because it comes up all the time. Like you think you can just be a maverick in fundraising. And then if you go at it that way, then you just, you know, feel totally down in the dumps when someone doesn't, like you say, respond. But Sometimes you need that person to get you in the door. And, and kind of like in your case, after you're in the door, then it, it's going to be easier for you yourself to go meet that person. I've heard it put like almost having, a, you know, you're the fundraiser, but who's your primary player? Who's that person that is going to that can maybe go with you on that first meeting and be able to open the doorway that was not open? Exactly. And that's what Stella was for Catholic Radio. She was the door opener that got me in front of <laughs> Bob. And Bob got was the door opener that got me in front of the quote unquote board. And then the board gradually grew. And next thing I know, I'm on the board. And next thing I know, I'm given 20 hours a week pro bono to the cause. But what, that's not uh, what, but, but, <laughs> what but a that's, great guy. <laughs> no, it's a great, but it's, it's a great illustration of how development works. You just need that first person and everybody as somebody to whom they can say no. So, okay, so this, now this is a great thing. I'm sure people are, are hearing this and I mean, you, you can get the truth of it. It, it just, it just is, it just makes sense. But how would you say, Greg, how do you employ this in, in a real life example, like in a capital campaign, how would you employ this principle? Well, in a capital campaign, I would shoot high first. So there's somebody in your circle in your social circle, there's somebody in your community, there's somebody in your database of potential prospective and current donors that has what we call convening power. That if that person is the one that's doing the inviting, the odds are that other people will say yes. And they say they say yes for a variety of reasons. They're not just saying yes because of the mission of the charity. They could be saying yes because you know, Mr. Biggs is asking yes. and, and they want to do some business with Mr. Biggs. And this is a great opportunity to get to know him. I mean, everybody has their own needs as well, right? Sure, sure. And it's multifaceted. And the mission of the organization is one thing. But the people that, that help you, they have they have ancillary needs themselves, which is fine, which is fine. They have ancillary needs themselves. We're all in this community together. We all help each other out in a variety of ways. There's nothing wrong with that, Right. So I hope does that answer your question? Kind of. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, just to um yeah, I think that's good for people to understand how do you how do you employ that? And I I think you were starting to make a great point there too with the fact that it isn't so white and black as you have a great cause, you know, they might want to support that great cause. There also are those other factors like you said of I mean, there's so much so much of fundraising is relationships and right, it could this be, principle follows that. It, it could be other ancillary needs that a variety of people have that cause them to want to be part of a committee or or a, a solicitation team and part of it could be just feeling important mm-hmm. i mean they have people have their own their own needs as well so again the principle is everybody has somebody to whom they can't say no and so if you can't 
get in front of somebody, or you, if you're having difficulty, you know, uh, getting an appointment with somebody to ask them either for a gift or for their help, just remember that, you know, if you can't do that, all it means is we need to find the right person who can do that. And the second, the second thing that's illustrated by my personal story is, you know, um, take it in steps. When, when they when they came to my wife to ask for my help, they didn't ask me to join the board and give them 20 hours of time a week. I would never have agreed to that right, right off yeah. the bat. What they asked me for was one hour at luncheon. And that one hour at luncheon grew into the board meeting. The board meeting eventually grew into my membership on the board. Mm-hmm. That eventually grew into giving them just gobs and gobs of time. So it's like just like, you know, when you date somebody, you don't start off and saying, you know, I want to see you every day for three right, hours every right. evening. You say, let's get together for coffee, you know, and if, yeah. then if things work out, then then the time commitment grows over time. And it allows for, you know, it allows for freedom for people to, you know, say no, say yes. But it, yeah, they might say yes. It might go somewhere. Um, man, I was thinking of something. I think I might have lost it. But it was, uh, again, just a great, great point, Greg, of this, the fact that I, that's what it is. It's really this prevents you. I think a lot of nonprofits, we fall into stinking thinking and. We see a lot of big names, and so often people will say, oh, we don't even know them. You know, we don't even know that person. And you know what? You might be right. You don't know them, but I'll bet somebody does. And you might say, oh, I've never been able to get them to to, to say yes or even to take my call. They, they, they slam the door, you know. But the like you said, Greg, that might be because you're not the right person. That's all it is. Everybody has somebody to whom they can't say no. And that's that's the bottom line for this week's podcast. We can wrap wow. it up at that Thank point. You. Like, Thank yeah. you, Greg, for bringing a great topic. Again, guys, that is principle of development strategy number seven. Everybody has someone to whom they can't say no. Join us next time. You can find us at catholicdevelopment.org. And we'd be happy to answer any questions you have in fundraising.